Hey, hello, and welcome to the show. It's me, John Park, and it's time for JP's product pick of the week. You have arrived just, just in time. Uh, me too. We're all here now. And uh, thanks, everyone, for stopping by, for jumping in over on the YouTube chat as well as our Discord chat. It is great to see you. Now, the first thing I'll say is if you want to go and check out this week's product pick, uh, you can watch the live stream inside of this web page right here. Uh, point your camera at that or just type in this URL. This show appears inside of the product page, so you can keep watching right from in there. And you can get an enormous discount, 50% off on this week's product pick. I'm assured that we have a whole lot of them in stock. I know we had some stock issues uh, for a couple of the product picks recently, but this one I think we're, we're in, uh, in the clear. Unless you people buy thousands of them, I think we're going to be good. Uh, so before I go any further, what I'm going to do is have Lady Ada talk to us from the past, the not-too-distant past, about this week's product pick from her new, new, new segment. Take it away, Lady Ada. This is a mini Pi TFT. So this is a very adorable little screen. We got this screen and we made a breakout. Look and then at the quality of this. Yeah, it's not Photoshop. It is beautiful. It's for real. Um, so I have the live version as well. But you can see there's two ways to use it. Either you can tiny use it. Device. It's tiny. You can either use it with Python directly, which does not require kernel drivers. This is what I'm doing here. And I'm just using uh, Pillow, which is a library. That looks unreal. It does look unreal, but it's, it's true. You can actually play little videos on it, but it's, it's quite small. Yeah. So this is 240 by 135, which is um, good enough to have um, good resolution, great color. Of course, it's a full color display. Uh, in this case, I'm not using all the colors, but you can still see its color uh, compared to an OLED. Um, there's two buttons on the side that you can use to change UI or do signaling, whatever, because it just turned out that I had to make it this wide to get all the pins, and then we had enough space exactly for two buttons. Um, it works on any Raspberry Pi you like. Uh, you can either install the kernel module if you want, which is, you know, it, it does update your kernel to the latest. That's the trade-off. Or you can, if you just need basic, you know, basic drawing onto it with Python, um, use the pillow library. And uh, that's definitely the easiest way. And it'll work on any single board computer that has SPI and uh, Python support. So that's handy. Um, and then a bonus on the bottom, it even has a little... Um, four pin quick connector, I didn't bring any quick sensors, but uh, if you have a STEM IQT or quick sensor, uh, you can see there there's um, a spot to plug that in. So it's really easy if you want to connect uh, a sensor or an output or you know LEDs or whatever, and you want to use that I2C port because you've kind of used up these pins, maybe you don't want to use a stacking header. Um, this makes it really easy to connect external I2C devices, which is quite popular with people, especially since we have Blinka in all of our yeah. Libraries for Since it displays video, could you have a camera go to it? Yes, we did a, yeah. a demo we did. where we um, have the Raspberry Pi camera and the machine learning output yeah. go to this little display. It That's does work. using the, um, I think that was with the kernel module, but yeah. you could use it uh, again if you know if you can get anything into Python, you can display it on the screen. Uh, yes, indeed, that is it. So let me jump to my down camera here and grab one for myself so we can do a little bit of a demo. There it is. Dun, dun, dun. I need some little music there, don't I? Uh, so let's, let's talk about this. This is the product pick of the week. It is the Mini Pi TFT. 
It is a SPI, SPI bus-based uh, display. It has a couple of buttons for GPIO, and it's got that little Stemma QT connector on the bottom, so you can plug in something like this GPS. Let's say you want to add GPS to a Pi project. It's just as, as simple as plugging into there and then using Blinka, the circuit Python for single board computers with it. Uh, let's see, what are the stats on this? This is a 240 by 135 pixel display. You can also use it in different orientations. There's uh, commands inside of the drivers to be able to do that. And uh, what I thought I would do is a little bit of a demo here. Let's, uh, let's take a look. I've got a Raspberry Pi here. This one happens to be a Pi 3B version 1.2. So uh, a couple year old one, but you can use this with pretty much any of the Raspberry Pis, including Pi Zeros. Uh, what I'll do is you'll see this has header pins to plug into the first 12 pins. So we still have some available for connecting other GPI to, uh, GPIO to for your project, depending on what you're doing. And I'll just power this up. I have uh, a little bit of code running on here that I'll, that I'll uh, show you in a second that is uh, going to run on startup, if everything works, crossing fingers. It's going to run on startup, and what it'll do is display some important information while the Pi is running. And it just refreshes every couple of, second, uh, every couple of seconds with things like the time, your SSID, your IP address of the device itself, the host name, uh, and even my ping I've got here for the wide area network. So this is really cool because one of the things that I often run into with Raspberry Pis that I'm using is I have no idea what IP address they're on if I'm going to SSH into them. I, I don't have them plugged into a monitor, and so I just want to SSH onto them and do something with them. Uh, this, it's actually, I have a wacky network that is going to cause it to kind of go in and out, which is annoying. But this, when it's working, you can see here, that address there, 192.168.1.30, is the address, and there's the host name, uh, that will allow me to log into this, and uh, I don't have to go and check on my router uh, to see what devices are connected. I can just look right there and find out, which is super convenient. Uh, this code is pretty straightforward. In fact, before I, before I go there, let's take a look at the product page for that. Uh, this, is, this is it right here. If I refresh this, we should see uh, a big 50% off right there, $7.48 right now, maximum of 10 that you can buy. Uh, and when you scroll down in here, you will get to, oh, my browser's going, going wacky on me. Uh, you'll get to some links to projects as well as the main guide. So this primary guide here, if we click over to that, I have that in another tab. Uh, there it is, mounted on a, a Pi Zero, which is a really nice little fit. And this will take you through things like the pinouts for it as well as uh, how to install it either in kernel mode, which means you can use it as a prompt. You could plug a keyboard, uh, keyboard into there and use it like a tiny, tiny little, little uh, mobile computer. Or you can do what I did in this case, which is the Python setup. And I'm actually running a, a variation on this stats example here. So if you take a look at the stats example, that'll, that'll take you through pretty much what I'm running on here, just with some, some different choices as far as what information I'm displaying. Uh, we also have a couple of cool projects in the Learn system. There's a Pi Hole, which is a little ad blocker that you can add to your network, and this will give you info uh, on the screen there. As well as, here's one that Melissa did, and this is in kernel mode, I think. Oh, no, it's actually, oh, this, this one's not kernel mode. This is actually using Pill or Pillow, the um, 
graphics library in Python to do an animated GIF player, which is a lot of fun, tiny little GIF player. Uh, if you take a look at my code here, uh, what I've got going on is, find that window. Very familiar if you used to circuit Python, but this is running on the Raspberry Pi itself. This is uh, Blinka, our, our sort of variant on circuit Python for single board computers. And you can see there I'm importing some libraries, as, uh, including the PIL, P-I-L, this is the, the image library, and the display driver for this RGB display. It's the ST7789. Uh, then I'm setting up some of the pins for things like backlight, for these uh, buttons here, for the SPI, for the display. And then what I'm running on there, you can see is uh, I've got a, an image that's uh, going to support having a background. You could do uh, BMP images if you wanted to on here, I'm just, uh, or, or shapes. I'm just using text in this case, but I am bringing in a font. You can see here I've got this true type font using Deja Vu Song, TTF. And then for the main um, routine of the program, what I do is I set some choices for the color of each of these lines of text, uh, a little bit of string formatting, and a command. So you can see the first one there is hostname-i, which gives me the IP address. And then I'm using this little cut. Uh, this is a, an old school Unix command that Todd, uh, our good friend Toddbot was, was filling me in on, uh, which is a way to kind of grab uh, either tab delimited or other delimited information from, if, if you try just running hostname in a Linux prompt, you'll see uh, you get a lot of information and this cut command is able to go and grab a particular chunk, uh, in this case delimited with a space and then uh, it's grabbing kind of the first chunk that we get, I think. Uh, and then I'm asking for the host name itself, which is why it says uh, Raspberry Pi. I haven't renamed this one. Uh, I didn't even change the password. Then I'm grabbing my SSID using a similar sort of command here, uh, w, the iwconfig wlan0, so the wireless LAN SSID shows up, and then again, uh, using grep and the cut to grab just the, the name there, so this, uh, where it says IELTSnet. Uh, and then I was changing this around a bit. Okay, I had LAN ping on here. I decided that wasn't so important. I do have the WAN, the wide area network ping, so it tells me what my connection is looking like, which is pretty good right now. And then I'm also displaying the time. So the bottom one here, uh, this you can see it only updates, uh, I mean, internally it's getting the correct time, but my display is only updating every couple of seconds because I'm doing a few pings to check the uh, wide area network ping, and then I, I have a little bit of a delay at the bottom. To actually draw to the display, we've just got a couple of things going on. One, I draw a rectangle, which just blanks the screen. It just I'm using black in this case, so it just covers over the last time that we drew to it. And then I am drawing each of these lines from this command section, uh, getting a string for the data, formatting it, and then displaying it with this draw text command at a particular XY position. X is always constant, Y just uh, adds for, for each line so that they don't overlap. Uh, and then we display the image with, with whatever rotation that we have in there, and then I do a little bit of a sleep there. Uh, so you can see, if you're used to doing display types of things in Python or in CircuitPython, it's very straightforward to use this cute little adorable little uh, screen and I think it's perfect for for things like a little informational display. I probably wouldn't want to uh, use it as my main monitor. That could be a little tricky uh, but it's it's really nice for adding just a little bit of information and like I said since we can 
use that STEM QT port, that information could be, in this case, a GPS tracker, uh, some sensor for CO2, for example. Anything you want to grab, uh, a nice little I squared C device, plug that in there, and then add that Blinka library. It's going to be really straightforward to add that to your project. Uh, and so, let's see, any, any thoughts or questions in the chat, let me know. Um, Rich Sad says they enjoy the ST7789 TFTs they have. Yeah, I think we've got these on a feather and maybe another breakout. It's a really gorgeous display. That's, you know, you saw uh, PT and Lamore talking about this. Uh, my focus isn't, isn't great there, but you can see it's really nice and clear. Uh, even, look at that, it's an IPS display, so you get real great readability from, uh, from angles, side angles, up and down. It's really nice and legible. Uh, has a little backlight in there, and uh, it's, it's very easy to see. So, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, if you check out the Discord chat, uh, there's a nice picture of one that Todd has on a, on a little Pi Zero in a cute little case there. I like that right angle USB, that's nice too. Um, over in YouTube land, Sam Witte says, oh, okay, time to buy, hey great. Yeah, we do have lots and lots of these available. Um, so knock wood, we won't run out. I think that, that, uh, that's unlikely to happen. Uh, what else? Yeah. Inside a Pi Zero case would be lovely. And you can also, uh, you know, Dremel out a little section on, on other types of cases if you want to cover it or 3D print something that's, that's designed to fit this. I've used these types of displays before on Raspberry Pis for MIDI projects. There's a, a fairly typical thing to do to bridge together MIDI devices using a Raspberry Pi, and it's great to be able to see info show up on there. Uh, what else? Cyberdeck ones with this mini TFT could be cool. Yeah, for sure, if you're, if you're plugging into the um, uh, Raspberry Pi 400, we have that little add-on that gives you a 45-degree angle um, sort of bus board to plug into. All right. Great. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for stopping by in the chat. Don't forget to head on over to, uh, oh gosh, I've lost Chrome. Where'd you go, Chrome? There you are. Head on over there. Yeah, right there to this, uh, this page. It's uh, product 4393. And that is uh, available just during the show. You don't need a coupon code or anything, but if you, if you go and, and put it in your cart and check out during the show, you'll get the 50% off. I think we still have them in stock. Um, and so I'm going to very ill-advisedly not shut this down and just unceremoniously unplug it. Don't do that to your Raspberry Pi. That's, that's a bad idea. Uh, but I forgot to bring an extra one in here. So I need to pull that off of the Pi there. And uh, let's improvise a way to hang that because I forgot to make a little clip for it. The nice thing, and this does have one mounting hole that'll fit the, uh, the mounting on the Raspberry Pi, but the nice thing is that I can always get out of jail free with one of our STEMA QT cables. Uh, so that is it. That is the product pick of the week. It is the mini Raspberry Pi TFT. And that's going to do it for another JP's product pick of the week. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of other shows coming up tomorrow, including 3D Hangouts, Ask an Engineer, Show and Tell, which I believe is being hosted by Noe and Pedro this week. Uh, we should have, let's see, I've got my workshop show on Thursday. It's going to be a deep dive. I'm not sure if it's Friday. Uh, 
with Foamy Guy. I think Scott is out uh, officially now for, for uh, pre-paternity leave. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, Seagrover says, be sure to run the exit bump music for a while to give us time to close the shopping carts. How about a 15-minute mini concert? All right. I like that idea. Uh, I think that'll do it. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. See you next time.